Greetings and welcome to the Take One Security Podcast. My name is Daniel Meisler and this podcast is me reading and commenting on InfoSec headlines all in one take. There will be no preparation, no editing, very little post-production. Goal is to simply give people a way to audibly consume security news with a bit of analysis in less than 15 minutes. Today is February 1st, 2015. Let's get started. So there's a bug found in glibc that could affect millions of uh, Linux users. So it affects pretty much all Linux distributions and the solution is to patch and reboot. So whether you use yum or aptitude, whatever you use, whatever distro you have, <clears throat> you basically just wanna patch. There's already a patch available, um, has been for quite some time, um, but you wanna make sure that you do reboot the system a number of applications that use glibc are required to um, have a reboot um, take place before it'll it'll take the update. U.S. Army released DShell, a malware malware forensics tool. This is a really interesting trend. We're seeing lots of formerly secret groups go to GitHub. Uh, it's really good to see them bringing their code out. We saw Microsoft release a few months back their um, quite a bit of code to GitHub, <clears throat> uh, including a whole lot of .NET. So just really good to see a lot of that coming out and going public. Reddit released its first transparency report last week. So it says it received 55 requests for personal information of its users. It says it complied with 64% of state and federal requests of that type. Um, which is a little disturbing, but at least we're seeing the numbers. Uh, it says it received 218 requests to have content removed and complied with 31% of those. Really good to see this stuff being transparent, even it is, if it is a little bit disturbing to see that, you know, that many things are actually still being turned over, you know, but at least we're hearing the numbers. Uh, GHCQ using a program called Badass to collect data from games like Angry Birds. Uh, luckily, it only affected the 11 people still playing that game. So that's, that's the good news. Russian dating site Topface got hacked for 20 million usernames. One interesting thing about this is the, the owners or the leaders of the Topface site reached out to the attacker and offered them money not to release it. And evidently that worked out. Dangerous precedent, of course, because now people just know that that's a way to make money um, to hack and to extort, which um, not, a, not a good thing to sort of set as a trend. FBI busted up a Tom Clancy book plot in New York City plan was to get information about Wall Street trading algorithms and hopefully destabilize the markets and crash the U.S. economy. All they sort of managed to do was embarrass themselves by commenting on how they couldn't recruit young women in New York City. So evidently they were having conversations recorded while they were sitting outside, I guess, stalking people or something like that. And they were complaining that they couldn't use these uh, young women as assets because they couldn't get close to them. Um, and evidently they were cussing about it and complaining. So now they're in jail and embarrassed.
China is demanding to be able to build backdoors into any code sold to its banking sector. Uh, some people call this news, but those familiar with China just call this a Wednesday. <clears throat> Apple released a Yosemite update that fixed Thunderstrike, among other things. <clears throat> Thunderstrike is a vulnerability that allowed you to plug into the Thunderbolt port uh, physically, locally, and uh, do some bad things on the operating system. So Apple finally fixed this along with some other things in this update. So if you run Yosemite, you should definitely go get that. Anonymous and Lizard Squad are sort of going after each other, or at least Anonymous is going after the Lizard Squad. So Anonymous is famous, going back for years now, sort of hacktivist group. Um, and Lizard Squad is known for taking down the Xbox and PlayStation networks last year around Christmas time, 2014. Um, so what happened was Anonymous DDoS the Lizard Squad website, and then Twitter suspended a couple of the Lizard Squad um, handles. So they're pretty sad right now. Um, interesting to sort of watch these groups go after each other. Uh, BMW and the Internet of Things is in the news with BMW owners receiving an automatic pushed update to around 2 million cars. There was a vulnerability present that basically had some onboard systems reaching out without encryption and pulling updates. So BMW auto pushed a patch that ensures all such communications go over HTTPS. Um, this is really fascinating because cars, um, like printers, are going to become a major IoT platform and therefore a major IoT surface area for attack just because there are so many. Um, cool thing here is to figure out what other things are like that, right? One thing is printers, right? You have so many printers out there. As you IoT enable them, whatever that means, now you have millions of these things running similar software, behaving in similar ways. So one issue with them is uh, potentially going to have a lot of magnification and heavy implications across the infrastructure. So another cool thing is to try and figure out what other things are like this. What other things are like printers or cars? What about furniture? What about clothing? Mobile phones, obviously. When you take something that exists in mass and is very close to a person and you turn that into an IoT uh, perspective or vantage point or device, well, now it becomes one, another very large surface area because everyone will have at least one of them. But it also becomes an interesting perspective into regular life. So if you're recording audio or capturing audio or capturing video from these devices, um, they start to impinge on uh, personal privacy quite a bit because if someone is able to capture that video, or for the younger generations, if they're just streaming it themselves, they're streaming live audio or live video, um, it's really going to start pushing in on people's expectation of privacy um, as they're moving around in the regular world. So that's it for this episode. hope it's been worth your time. You can find these headlines as well as more InfoSec philosophy and politics content at danielmeisler.com.